I'm Linda Van Falkenberg. And I'm Ron Gore. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the, the Co Parent Academy, Academy Podcast. Podcast. Well, it's been quite a week, Linda. We launched our Co Parent Academy uh, on November 3rd. Uh, this is being released on November 7th, uh, 2022. And it just feels great that the Co Parent Academy actually. Got finalized and launched. Wow. Um, we've already had great feedback on it. So we're just super excited and a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> yes. After so long, so many months of doing this. Um, years at yeah, this point. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And today what we're doing is we're continuing on our ramp up to the release of our Step Family course at the Co-Parent Academy. And we're continuing. This is now our third podcast in a series of Step Family related podcasts as we uh, gear up in two weeks on the 21st of November, the set families course will be made available on coparentacademy.com for today. We're talking about a post in which the biological mother has two contempt charges against her. And this is being written from the perspective of the stepmother. Uh, and that context is obviously important to how we're going to view it. So in this case, the biological mother has not paid her half of the guardian ad litem fees. Uh, being a guardian ad litem, I know what that feels like. Surely not. Oh, I know. So the court has charged her with contempt for this, and her court date is in January. And, and yesterday, the she says we, but the I'm presuming the biological father, not she, uh, was informed by the GAL, the guardian ad litem, that she had a, another contempt charge because the biological mother refuses to set up a time to meet. This has a court date next week. So not sure how they got a court date so fast, the stepmom writes, but I'm hoping they send biological mother to jail. Oh, boy. Last fall, the judge told her if she came before him on a contempt charge, it was 30 days in jail. And stepmom says, I hope he was serious. Oh, goodness. So what are your thoughts, Linda? I think this does uh, illustrate a lot of the things that we're talking about in the step parenting section of our uh, co-parent academy, I know at first it may seem strange that we are even talking about step families, step parenting in a co-parenting academy, you know, that is for the biological parents. But this just greatly illustrates why. Right. When you think about the percentage of co-parents, who have on at least one side of that parenting equation, a significant other who either is literally the step parent married to them or is, you know, essentially the step parent. I would say it's almost every case. Oh, I, I can't, I can't right at this moment think of one that isn't right. Especially if they have a little length on them, like sure. right when folks are getting divorced. Right. Sure. There may not be the significant other yet, although there very often is. Mm, yeah. Uh, those stats are pretty high too, I think. Yeah, no doubt. So it just it's so intertwined. Mm-hmm. The um in this case, you know, I don't know. I've always taken the position, and it's it's probably sexist, but I've always asked my male clients, how do you want to, or do you want to, explain to your child mm-hmm. that you put their mother in jail mm-hmm. for money? And it's usually more often even than 
a GAL thing. It's it's more or a PC or yeah. I mean, there's various professionals that have this issue. I'm sure, but the way I hear it the most is about either a parent that's supposed to pay child support. I won't even say father, but a parent that's supposed to pay child support not doing so, or the children will tell me, you know, uh, father is supposed to be paying half of our medical, whatever, and he doesn't. So it's been a long time since I got glasses or can't get my braces because dad won't pay his part. Or yeah, That's in such a shame that the kid knows that. Oh, yes. And once again, in way too many cases, probably at least 75% of the time a child will tell me in some context that they know that something like that isn't happening that should be, and it is affecting them, whether it's as inexpensive as a pair of shoes or as big as braces. Yeah. And I, and I could be wrong on this. Please tell me if I'm off base, but I just feel like kids understand a whole lot better if their father goes to jail on a contempt than if their mother goes to jail, especially boys. It's just really hard, I think, for a son to visualize his mother in jail. Yes. Or mother, you know, having to work two jobs because she can't do whatever, or, you know, if, if there's, I've explained to so many children through the years, why they're having to move out of a family home too, because they're, um, they just don't understand why they can't just stay there indefinitely. And that very often, I don't know what the stats would be on that. You might know, um, when parents do split up, how many do get to keep the family home one side or the other and how, you know, sometimes I think more historically it's been that mother and children might stay in the family home for a while until everything's decided till the divorce is final. Is that still kind of the case? Well, my information on that would be skewed because of the cases that tend to come to me. I I don't necessarily have a good feeling for how it is generally speaking. Okay. And in this and area, of, that's what it's been like generally for many, many years. Yeah, in most of my cases, there's sufficient resources to maintain the okay. house. But, but I do see that uh, in other cases. So the children are telling me, and this relates to your putting mother in jail thing with the father, because many times the child perceives where they got all the information, but the child perceives that father is kicking mother and children out of the family home. Right. There's, there's much more likely to be an aggressive connotation yes. attached to father than for yes. mother for the same action. Yes. So that does apply, I think, to the who might go to jail for not paying or not cooperating with the process or whatever. Right. And do you find that the children are resentful of a father who would do that to the mother, put her in jail? Or- oh, Totally. Do you think, I mean, would they be resentful of the mother putting the father in jail? Not nearly as much. And in fact, more often what I would say, the children are um, feeling like father deserves it because it would more often be non-payment of child support or something. And so they feel like, A, it has impacted them directly because they want X, Y, Z. Or they feel like, um, you know, maybe it is the moving out of the family home and now I'm going to have to go to a different school, have different friends, have you know, that kind of right. stuff. So they can typically relate more to why, and I don't know whether that's just because they are innately doing so or whether mother has explained all this as the ramifications of father's decision. Yeah, but I think even if 
if it were switched in and mother was the one not paying the child support and dad had primary custody, I have a feeling that um, the kids wouldn't be as frustrated or resentful of mom for putting dad in jail unless they saw mom out dating and spending money on other kids or going on fabulous trips and not giving them those things. I don't know. And well, I, I've seen a few cases like that too. And they feel that way. And where that is usually fed is by, and this is kind of a male female bias as well, or, or issue, uh, more mothers, I think post, not that all Uh, fathers don't, more mothers post pictures of themselves with a cocktail and a bunch of friends at a pool than the fathers probably do. Right. Not that I haven't seen a few of those too. (laughs) Right. That's true. Yeah. So, that was quite a quite an aside, <laughs> but still applies. <laughs> yeah, but still, we're going to tell ourselves it still applies. <laughs> so now, let's get to the step family angle about this. Okay. One, I just feel like stepmom is just way too up in the middle of this. Kind of gleeful that she might be headed for jail. Yeah, right. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. I mean, she I'm says, "Hoping." Right. I hope he was serious. Meaning, I hope he puts her in jail. And I dare say she probably has not done what we just did in terms of stepping back far enough to to think, how is this going to impact the relationship that the children have with her father? And she needs to be thinking, how is this going to impact the relationship with the kids with her? Right. Because if they're seeing stepmom while mom is in jail, I'm not so sure it's going to go well for stepmom. Or if stepmom can't contain her hopefulness right. in front of the children, which is going to be very difficult for the children not to, because a lot of times I think when parents of any kind, but I hear them more about, about, I think, I think children forgive the other bio parents, some um, indiscretions and kind of hints about the other side, you know, than they do a step parent. Sure. And I had um, kids, kids have told me, you know, it can be the most innocuous thing like, like, um, oh, my mom likes that color or that perfume or that song or whatever. And, and the step parent will say, oh, no wonder I hate purple or, oh you know, gosh. no, really, or often this is, this has been said, or no wonder I hate that, that musician or that song or whatever, you know, Wow! and it's just it. And even if the child has enjoyed the relationship so far with that step parent, that can't help, but just ding it, you know, and enough of those arrows bouncing off of the kid pretty soon, they're going to be like, yeah, well, first of all, I'm never going to talk about my mom again around this person. Right. And which closes down a whole lot, you know, when things in a relationship become taboo to talk about. Right. Ooh. Right. And, you know, parents think that they're super careful about talking about things out of the kid's earshot, but walls have ears and kids have feet. Really big ears. Yeah. Kids will sneak down the stairs. We can. Yeah, that's true. They're younger. (laughs) So, I mean, if, if we're getting this and maybe, maybe she is a saint and, in the living world and on Reddit, she's sort of letting her right. feelings out. That's possible. Right. But let's hope. let's hope. But if we're being more realistic, she's probably expressing the same kind of sentiment 
at least what she thinks is in private with the biological father. And she's really doing herself a disservice because she has to remember that she's the outsider in that relationship. And she needs to be steadily building up a really strong and broad foundation of common experience with the stepchildren. And if she is gleeful about the biological mother going to jail, that is just going to take a jackhammer to that foundation that she's been trying to build, presumably. Right. And I don't know, in this, in this area, in this jurisdiction, I don't really see, do you have any idea of stats on that? A parent actually getting to the point of being jailed? Oh, it happens all like the time. This? Does it really? Yeah. So in Tulsa, they have what's called the rocket docket. Right. Which is for the child support contempts. Right. And so there are people put in jail, I mean, probably weekly. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was on the rocket docket a couple of weeks ago. And um, and before I left, no one had gone to jail. But some people have come super close. Wow. Super close. I could imagine it being threatened sometime, and that would be enough to get somebody moving on something they needed to do. Yeah. But as far as and I've heard about that, yeah, where people – uh, you know, on the other side, will be saying he or she is going to jail unless they whatever. And then at the last minute, they magically come up with the money. Well, that very or, often happens. Right. Okay. And then they have the cash with them that day and they, they pay it and they, they release the bond. Right. But yeah. Or they find out they're going to jail that day and they call a loved one who puts the money yes. up for them. I've heard that too. And it's called a purge clause. And, and that's a different – and this actually, I'm not sure – because the second contempt on this says it's a contempt for failing to just show up for the appointment with the GAL, it sounded like. Right. That sounds like it. So in, I don't know about different states, but in Oklahoma, those would actually be two separate categories of contempt. And so the contempt where you owe money can be purged by paying the money and then it released. But if it's a contempt for not having done something you're supposed to do that you can't just make up, right? then that's a punitive contempt instead of a course of contempt. Right. And so you can't just purge out. Right. So she could get 30 days and be stuck. Whereas if it were just for the JL fees, she could get 30 days and then pay that purge fee and get out uh, the same day. So that was a little confusing to me. Because I was thinking if the children have gotten, as a way of explaining that uh, rabbit trail we just went down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a little dorkish on that. No, I, I, I liked <laughs> it. Uh, I learned something there. hope our listeners did too. But the... Uh, if the ch- I'm always thinking about the children. If the children have gotten wind of the fact that anybody at dad's home would be happy to for, to see mom in jail, mm-hmm. but she didn't actually go because she has one of these purge things happening, oh, then, wow, they are really, A, not going to trust whoever they heard it from at dad's home. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And be so relieved and then even matter that that person – said that was going to happen and it didn't. So bottom line is don't be gleeful that the biological parent is maybe going to go to jail. Right. For the step parent or anybody else. Right. You know, it's a sad thing. No kid wants their parent to be in jail. It is very much so. And her expressing this hope that he was serious. I think she was a real disconnect where she's not taking the stepchild's emotions into consideration, at least in the context of this Reddit post. Correct. And maybe in real life, she's faking the funk 
you know, to try to act like she doesn't feel this way, but I, I doubt it. The other thing I would say here that I just thought of that we definitely have talked about the, the step parenting household. If, if it is, especially if it is a female step parent, even sometimes with a male step parent, sometimes they, they come into a situation that they rightly feel needs to be fixed mm-hmm. <laughs> and rightly feel has gone on too long. I right. get it. Been there, done that again. <laughs> and yet it's really not their place, their problem, their right to fix. But they can get so emotionally embroiled in those details that, yes, there will some gl- be some glee involved at seeing something, some justice affected, you know, right. in a case that has been a problem for a long time. And I don't know how much these GAL fees were, but I can imagine the stepmom is thinking to herself, well, I didn't get to do X, Y, or Z right. because we had to pay those GAL fees, and yeah. she just gets away with not having to pay them. No, I do hear that a lot, actually. Right. It's very common. Well, how should we close this one out? Rain in the glee. Rain in the glee. Find some empathy for the children and uh, be ready to console them if the worst happens. But um, don't talk about it in general if, you know, I don't know how long they're in jail, but, you know, it might not even impact the children's time with their mother. So not your not your position to be telling the kids about it. Yeah, they would have a – she would – the some mom would have a much better experience moving forward if the kids saw nothing from her but consolation right. and a warm shoulder. Yes. When they're upset that their mom's in jail. Of course. And to talk to them about I've talked to many children about what what that would mean, what that would be like, what you know, all they know is what they've seen on television about that. Might not apply to such a situation at all. Yeah. And so it's a very fearful thing. So kids have talked to me about their fears and sometimes about a parent who really is in jail for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of incarcerated parents in Oklahoma. So, you know, that's that's a very scary situation for a child. But that would be a conversation for the dad to have and the stepmom to just be sort of a yes. a warm hug. Yes, definitely. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to leave questions, comments, or concerns, please email podcast at coparentacademy.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen.